Live at Stinky's Bait Shack in Dune Allen Beach. It's the 30A Show, presented by 38cottages.com. 30A Radio celebrates the small town beach life we enjoy here along Florida's scenic Highway 30A. Here's your hosts, Corey Davis with 30A Radio and Laura Holloway from the Storyteller Agency. It's terrible! She has beautiful eyes and her hair smells like cinnamon! Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the 30A Show. We are back, and it is Stinky's Bait Shack, and it is definitely more active now because spring break is underway, and we love having fun here at Stinky's Bait Shack. It's such a cool, the the smallest little venue on 30A. One of the the coolest. The biggest, smallest venue on 30A. The biggest heart. Yeah, yeah. We've got a really cool guest that we're going to get to in just a minute, but we want let everybody know about the Pompano tournament that's happening. You know they, you know what a Pompano is? It's a fish. It is a fish, and they have a whole month-long tournament starting April 1st, for real. Uh, Forrest Williams Band is going to kick off their anniversary party All 6 right. to 9, and it's a month-long tournament. The captain's party is on April 1st, and the tournament runs April 2nd through May 15th, so it is longer than a month. Registration fees are only 50 bucks, $2,500 in cash and Whoa. prizes, and they also have a brand new website. Can you believe it? Well, how, do you, how do you find this website? It's www.stinkiesfishingcharters.com. Awesome. That's cool. So you can go there and check that out. What you really need to check out is this thing they're doing over at Trebuchet for Easter weekend. You probably don't even know anything about this. What? Breaking news. Breaking. Breaking news. Breaking news on the 30A show. Trebuchet, world-class dining in Blue Mountain Beach. It's Easter weekend 2016. They have a crawfish fest on March 25th. Yum. It sounds delicious. You know, you know, Jim's going to do crawfish correct here. Five to nine on the patio. It's going to be great. Live music. Upstairs, they're bringing in the Charmaine Neville Band. Nine o'clock. you got to get your seats. Reserve seating. Uh, you got to get tickets. 850-937-7793. Also, on Easter Sunday, Champagne and Jazz Brunch. Grand Buffet is 10 to 4. Trebuchet Dinner Service from 5 to 10. Same thing on that one. Give them a call, 850-937-7793. Awesome. That is our great sponsors here with Stinky's Fish Camp, Bait Shack, and Trebuchet. You guys got to go check those out. Something that uh, we checked out heavily at Taste of the Race uh, that was just an awesome event. Did you go? I couldn't. I had a show that night. Yeah, you did. That's right. Oh, yeah, it was sold out. Sold out. Sold out. Boom. <laughs> I wanted to go. I went last year to taste the race, and it is one of the most fun events that they do on 30A. It was good this year. Jim Richard was there. Um, uh, Jim Shirley was there. Emerald was there. Emerald got, is the big draw. And you know who stole the cake was Sweet Henrietta's. Yes. They were unbelievable, and they had just amazing cupcakes there. I mean, they had, they had these cookies dipped in chocolate? Are you kidding me? I can. I want. I want that. I Must want to have. go to there right now. Must have. So let's talk to the gang here. We've got Rick with Sweet Henrietta's. I told him the best way to get on the 38 show was to bring us cupcakes, and they did. How are you? I've been doing good, Corey. We're we're uh, happy to be here. That's good. Okay, so I want to learn a little bit about the cupcake industry. Uh, were you a crazy person to get into this, or was it the best decision you've ever made? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been really good, and I can't say, I'm, I'm, I should say that I'm the master of the cupcakes, but it's my wife sitting here beside of me that, that bakes them all. I'm the official tester of cupcakes <laughs> for Sweet it. Henrietta's. That's quite a job. It's a job that, you, you, that nobody can apply for. It's, it's taken. That's good. Okay, so let's talk about Sweet Henrietta's. When did you decide that cupcakes was the way for you on 30A? 
You know, I, we we started with cupcakes. We got a we got a book that's coming out that tells a story about about Sweet Henry, and it's kind of a, a unique story. We moved here ten years ago, and and uh, everybody asks us if we if we've had training or if we've done different things. But but uh, you're like, no, I, I just eat them. You know, really, it, it <laughs> no it's better kind training. Of, it is it's, it's kind of a weird deal. We just love making desserts, and we started making cupcakes. People loved them, and we're still doing it five years later. That's great. So. Tina is the talkative one in the group. Is that right? Uh, well, I told you she sings too. So if you can stop Uh-oh. her from singing, Five, six, she'll seven, talk. Eight. Go. So what? <laughs> yeah, Tina. What makes a great cupcake for you? What? Why? What? What is just the cupcake most important thing? Our great cupcakes. Where they're just made from scratch. Everything is made from scratch. Made and with just love. Made with love. Yeah. Aww. All of our cupcakes have a filling in the middle, and it's just the best. The best cupcakes you can ever have. That's good. Okay, now where where are you guys located? You don't have a shop, do you? We don't have a shop. We just have a catering service here in Santa Rosa Beach, okay. out of our out of our home. Okay, cool. And you guys did locals last stand with us last year, right, Rick? Uh, yeah, we did do locals last stand. A lot of fun. So we uh, we ended up there and sold everything we had within within an hour, I think. So did there's a lot got, of people there. You have a you have a food truck? Yeah, we that? got a food truck. You see, uh, I'm sure everybody sees the polka dot truck going down the road. So it it's an old ice cream truck that we bought in Memphis, Tennessee, that we converted into a uh, to a cupcake truck. So it's called we call it Henry the Cupcake Truck. That's really Who's really cool. Henrietta? Everybody asks that. Tina answers to Henrietta most of the time, okay. but Henrietta is actually our border collie. Oh, so we, I love we were it. trying to think of a name that sounded like an older baker that you know, an old lady with flour all over her face that was baking in a kitchen and our dog was named Henrietta. And I joke because she's going to hit me. Henrietta's a lot sweeter than Tina, so Aww. we did sweet Henrietta's treats, but our dog is more famous. We can be walking down the road with our dog, and people say, oh, there's Henrietta, but nobody knows who we are. <laughs> That's okay, though. Yeah, That, that, is, that is okay. Uh, we were a big fan. I'm going to go down the roster. The uh, red velvet one that you guys make is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was something about peanut butter. What was that one all about? The peanut butter one? Uh, you know, it's a chocolate cake with peanut butter frosting oh, on it that, that's good. It's Coconut like cake is Emerald's cupcake. famous, our favorite one. If uh, we take it, we've taken it to him three different times. Oh, wow. ordered, So we were always excited to make cakes for him. That's cool. So we do a segment on the show. It's called Release the Laura, and we're going to give her an opportunity to ask you some very unique questions about Uh-oh. your business, maybe uh, things you guys like to do on 30A, but it's all up to her, so I have no idea. Do we have to going. answer it in like five seconds? Absolutely. Or, oh, gosh. That's the yeah. best. It's, <laughs> like that, it's like a word association game. Yeah. It's, also, it's also like ripping a Band-Aid off. Just get it done. <laughs> get it done quickly. And do Thanks we have somebody work. that bleeps out bad words? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. Actually, we're going to exaggerate them. Like, because a, Tina, a Tina's a cusser, too. Uh, that's okay. It's all right. I am, so, too. So now this is really Salora. All right. So first of all, tell me, what is your favorite flavor, each one of your favorite flavors? Chocolate. Coconut. Chocolate, coconut. Have you ever combined the flavors to make a chocolate coconut cupcake? We have. And it's, that's more like a German chocolate. Yum. Which is really, really delicious. Okay. All right, so for people that are in the dessert business, what do you give each other at Valentine's Day? Oh, that's a good question. I uh, Since you do sweets all year you know, long. It was, it was Tina's birthday. She turned 25 on February the 11th. That a girl. And, 25 and holding forever. And I, I did. I, I thought, what am, what am I going to do for a cake? Because she makes all the cakes. I do a lot of this stuff. I help, but I can't make a cake. So it. Uh, what did I end up doing? We just went out to eat. 
I think I got a, a box of Twinkies is, is okay, what so you've with got a candle some, in it. You've got some making up to do. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> Looks we've like been we married 27 years, so I've got a lot of making up to do. Oh, <laughs> I love it. All right, so I always ask this question. I love it. If you were to walk into a bar on 30A at midnight and sit down, have a drink, and any person from history, alive, dead, past, present, walk in and sit down next to you and order a drink, who would you want it to be? You know, me, it would be my grandfather. All right. Tina? I would have to say my dad. Oh, cool. And what would those people order, do you think? I was, I was born in 1970, and my grandfather died in 71, so I barely remember him. But he was a, I come from a long, a long line of police officers, so probably a... A beer and a donut. I'm I sure. love yeah. it. God, we should look into that, like a beer with a donut garnish. Oh, uh, you know what? That's a good idea. Do you have to eat it out of a mug? <laughs> I knew no, we'd get a response from really you on stupid. that donut beer. Right, back to you. Comment. Um, all right, so tell me this. What is your favorite thing to do on 30A? Yeah, I, I don't know if, if Tina will agree with me. I absolutely love what we do, and I know it sounds it, uh, kind of our hobby is, is what we do. Um, I love driving down 38, stopping in all the places to eat because it's such a unique place. I mean, I don't think there's another place in the world like, like 38. I agree. It's just so many. It's such a diverse place to stop and have have um, different types of food and, and I was going to say different types of desserts but we all know that the only dessert is sweet Henrietta's. But. Amen brother. <laughs> Can I get a hallelujah? Yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, quick one word answers. Alright, what is your favorite song? Uh, reconsider Me. Nobody knows who that is. Uh, uh, Narvel Phelps, my uncle. Alright, Reconsider Me. Alright, and what is your favorite book? To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, me too. Oh. Did you read the sequel? Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. I a lot of people haven't read it because they feel like it's kind of a sellout, but it's really good. Give it a read. Harper Lee, R.I.P. Um, Are we talking what about reading is your, What? I got a migraine. You're talking about reading? <laughs> Keep going. All right, just drink your beer, Corey. I'm sorry. What is your? Uh, what, what are three things that go in your beach bag? Oh, yeah, it used to be a beer. Beach Town book. And a cupcake. I, oh. <laughs> Cupcakes. See, you almost had to bleep that out because I should have said cupcake. <laughs> Uh-oh, yeah. Well, we'll rearrange it. <laughs> all right, that's all I got for you. Very well done. Very that's well good. Done. That's super, super good. So what does your schedule look like? Uh, who's booking Sweet Henrietta's? I know. Are you getting into the wedding industry now? Is that getting pretty big for you around here? Oh, gosh. Weddings are, are getting huge. There's days that we have three in a day, and that's what I was joking with you about earlier. There could be a reality show in our bakery during while we're doing three three weddings and two grandbabies running around. Oh, so it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. We also make all the desserts for Chan's Wine World, too. Oh, so wow. sometimes they'll order wow. like 20 items at a time. Yeah. So it, it, um, between that and just the call-in orders... We, we actually got started at the, the Seaside Farmer's Market. We haven't been there in about a year now. I noticed. Yeah, we're just working you. on that. We miss going there. I missed all there. the vegetables. I really needed my we, sugar. Yeah, we, we started there five years ago, and we thought, well, if we can go there and sell just a little bit, it'll, it'll be great. Yeah. And it really took off. So now... Now uh, we're lucky enough that the phone don't stop ringing, so we just take orders till the calendar fills up and, and deliver great. them. Is there anywhere 
I know you don't do the farmer's market anymore, but is there anywhere that we could find you on a regular basis? Do you, is there a day that you go and park and sell cupcakes or? Uh, you know, we, we hardly take the truck anywhere. Now, uh, every year we're at Taste of the Race. Mm-hmm. For the, well, every year it's the second year for it. But we're, uh, we're usually at Digital Graffiti. If you, a lot of the bigger events we try to go to, we're going to be at the, the Seabreeze Jazz Festival awesome. this year. So they're in Panama City Beach. My boy Michael McDonald playing the yeah, Seabreeze Jazz that. Festival. So yeah. excited. It's, it's always a busy time there. But as far as it, we, we almost exclusively work off of just orders. Now, can you think of anything else, Tina? Okay, so I'm going to give you an address that I need a delivery right away. It's my home address. I'm just kidding. I won't put that on the radio, but yes. Well, actually, they're right there. They already brought them for you. Uh, Yeah. I know, but I was trying to set up an ongoing thing. Oh, you want it to be like Cupcake of the Month Club. Yeah. Oh, my God. You should do that. Cupcake of the Month. That's uh, that's an ideal. We're just getting getting all kinds of ideas Can I get residuals on this? Yeah. (laughs) Right? I mean, I think I just did it. You better. Nickel, yeah. Here's the the contract. out there quickly. (laughs) Sounds like a great idea. You said 30A. We absolutely love it. And I I still say that the success of Sweet Henrietta's has been a lot to do with 30A and 30A.com. And, you know, just what you guys have done for us. You, uh, um... It's the if anybody asks me what one thing has made a difference in the business, it's been you know 38.com. That's wonderful. You guys are awesome. So well, you should do yep. a 38.com branded cupcake. I agree. Yeah. Blue frosting, yellow sprinkles. You know we make the 38 cookies every year. I know. Oh. Yeah, the, they're really good. Yeah, it's like I think we make 1,500 cookies within wow. Yeah, you know, within three days with the 38 logo on it. Awesome. So it, and had Laura started uh, the 38 show a month prior. Uh, she would have been on the list for him. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that's, an, a, that's an exclusive list. You can't see my list. face right now, but I'm pouting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'll be on the list next year. <laughs> so, well, we really do appreciate you guys jumping on the show with us today. Yeah, and we, we, we appreciate being here. Hanging out at any uh, cupcake festivals that you're hanging out at. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to be where you are. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, when you're breaking in the new cupcakes, you can call Laura and I, and we'll, well, we'll come check it out. Free uh, the, testers. That, yeah. That's right. I've told you that's my job, but I'll let you guys come in and, and taste a cupcake like a every once tasting. in a while. Yeah. yeah. We, and we do need that because sometimes you taste so many that you just, you kind of, I think everything's good. Yeah. But I can't sometimes. tell you uh, that really, uh, we just said, hey, if they bring cupcakes, they'll get on the 30A show. That is true, but it doesn't work for every business. So like if you're an oil change company, you're just not going to get on the show because that's not very yeah. exciting. Well, no. That's, and oil that's is disgusting. It does not yeah. taste good. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> Not as good as Rick cupcakes. And Tina with Sweet Henrietta's. What is your website? Do you have one? Uh, we do have a website, okay. but I should say we need to really work on our website because our Facebook site is much our it's Facebook calmer. page is much better than our okay. than our so website. They, so. so just go and search however you find yeah, people on Facebook. If you type in Sweet Henrietta's, it's gonna you're gonna see different things for us. So you you can't you can go to our website at sweethenrietta's.com okay. or go to our Facebook page. You'll see a lot more stuff there. I know so, a great company that can help them with their website. I know what we need They're to really do good. that. Yeah. We'll talk we, about it after. The we show. had it set up. <laughs> we've had it set up five years ago, and we haven't. We're not. We bake cupcakes, but we don't know anything about yeah. websites. Yeah, the GoDaddy site doesn't work anymore. You we're gotta, all yeah. good yeah. at different. And that, that's what we're on. Yeah, you know, it's just that was a good go guest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Rick and Tina with Sweet Henrietta is one of the great local companies here on 38. Definitely look them up. Sweet. If you're having a wedding down here, or you just want to eat a lot of cupcakes, I'm gonna get in that box. Me over too. There. Looks good. Thank right. you guys. Thank you all. All right, when we're back, we got Jeff McBride here at Stinky's Bay Check. We'll have him in just a second. Ooh. 
Uncork Fun in the Sun at the 30th Annual Sandestin Wine Festival, April 14th through 17th at Sandestin Golf and Beach Resort. Enjoy flowing wine, live music, culinary treats by regional celebrity chefs, and so much more at a tradition-voted best annual event. Stay steps away from the action at Sandestin and enjoy discounted tickets and accommodations. Use promo code WINE16 at sandestin.com wine or call 866-91-BEACH. That's sandestin.com slash wine or 866-91-BEACH. All right, everybody, we're back on the 30A show, and we've got live music at the Gulf Place Seagrove store all spring break. And, hey, breaking news. Breaking, breaking news. It's probably going to continue. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not the booking agent for 38.com or the 38 stores, but something tells me <laughs> this guy brings in the people. People it, love him. Yeah. Let me tell you, Jeff McBride, uh, I, I have a voice on 38, but I this is, this is definitely the voice of 38. Jeff, how are you? I am great. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yep. Jeff McBride, uh, you'd be familiar with him if you were in the area. He sings at about every venue possible. Uh, during Songwriter Festival, people know what room he's in because you can hear him without a PA. And he's got one of the best voices you'll hear on 30A. You've seen him. Uh, yes. Obsessed. Yeah. Thank you. Obsessed. Thank you so good. And uh, so he plays the 30A stores. Last year, we're at Seagrove, and he, he's just out there on the patio doing the Jeff thing, right? And locals are there watching him. But I'll tell you, people stop their bikes and see that Jeff's playing over. He waves him over. He's like, come on over here. We got music going on. Yeah. Gotta have fun. Traffic stopper. Gotta have fun. So tell me about the music scene on 30A. I mean, you're deeply embedded in it, and uh, you just never take a night off, it seems. I love, 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 absolutely love, and I say this from the bottom of my heart. I love the music community here. I love the community here. And the reason being is because it's so diverse. You can go from one end of 30A to the other end and hear just about every kind of music there is. Yep. And uh, very, very um, talented musicians here. So and I'm glad to be a part of the scene. You know? At what point in your life did you figure out that you had a powerful voice? When I realized I had a voice, I have to say at six. When I realized uh, the magnitude of what, uh, what you have to bring as an artist meant to people, I think I was probably... 18 or 19. Wow. You know, and that's when I really started to hone my talent, I think. Sing in church? Yes, I did. I grew up in the church. Yeah. Started in a holiness church. I was in the, I was actually in the adult choir when I was six, and I didn't understand why. I love it. I can just picture that. (laughs) I can picture it. (laughs) But it was kind of funny, because now thinking back, you know, you know, you have this kid up there, you know, belting it out, and then I didn't realize that, you know, hey, there are backgrounds, too. So you yeah. see your backgrounds, too. <laughs> oh, there's, oh, there's other people up here. Okay. I learned after a while. That's funny. <laughs> there's no background uh, for Jeff McBride. Uh, so, yeah, so that gig, your first gig in, in church, uh, I'm sure there was one spiteful, you know, tenured singer in the choir that was like, oh, man, I'm about to lose my job. <laughs> actually, there was a gentleman named Preston Hargrave, and, and that's how I actually learned, learned to sing. I mean, this guy was like a, a Sam Cooke to me, you wow. know. So that's how I learned to sing. Is Preston still around? No, he isn't. He died about, I want to say, six years ago. Did you ever tell him that? Before? Oh, yeah. Good. Definitely. Good. Definitely. He was a, he was a great guy. Yeah. You know? So tell me about Jeff McBride. What's been going on? I mean, you've um, got some albums out. Uh, you working <clears throat> on new stuff? I finished uh, the, the, the one album, Journey to the Soul, and uh, I'm, I'm ready to put that one to rest and move on. Um, I want to really... Uh, 
focused on my blues project and what Jeff McBride is really all about. I think the journey to the soul was one of those trial and error. But with this next album, it's going to tell exactly what Jeff McBride is all about. And that's all about uh, me learning the uh, craft of writing and conveying what you have written as opposed to what someone else has written. So that's what I'm focusing on right now. Yeah. So it's how more did, personal. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Exactly. Uh, so tell, tell us about the makeup of the album. Is it a... Uh, it's voice driven, obviously. <laughs> Definitely. No, I, oh, no, no way. not at all. So, oh, <laughs> some musicians on it. Uh, so, who do you have on the album with you? Uh, as of right now, musician wise, they're all going to be out of state. Okay. Um, simply because I want to bring a lot of diversity to this record. And also, it's going to show a more uh, intimate and acoustic side of me. Okay. You know, which is where I thought my music should be all the time, along with other things. But, you know, as I go through this business and this journey called music, I've learned that the best thing you can do is keep what you do to heart. Uh, that being said, meaning uh, make sure that you have a hand in in everything you do with your career. You know? So this album is going to be very personal for me. That's awesome. We've moved it outside because the surf is pumping over in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> I thought it'd be kind of cool to get Jeff outside and uh, and just talk. Uh, we we love 30A. Uh, why do you like it down here on 30A so much? I mean, how long how long have you been in the area? I've been here now. My wife and I and four beautiful kids. We've been here about 10 years now, and uh, reason being is because it's a, it's a very uh, should I say conducive place to raise children, and. Uh, for most intense purposes, uh, it's a, a good place to find yourself, you know, because you have that time, the relaxed time to figure out things, you know. I don't get caught up in the, uh, sometimes it's crazy around here, but I don't get caught up in the cliques and things like that. I'm, you know, I'm pretty much a loner. You know, I don't like good people like yourselves, you know, and that's about it, you know. That's so cool. Uh, Laura has a segment that uh, we do <laughs> on the show, and it's called Release the Laura, and she kind of <laughs> dives into some interesting questions that, uh, people like the news outlets don't ask celebrities. So we're going to go sure. ahead and we're going to let Laura have her segment here called Release Excellent. the Laura right now. Release the Laura. All right. Um, first question, what's your shower song? My shower song is going to be, uh, let's see. Oh, Sam Cooke. Um, what's the name of that song? Don't know much about a science book. Yeah. What's the name of that song? About a history. Yeah. Da, 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 da. What that was is one it? of our wedding songs. Well, I um, love that song. Um, I know what you're talking about. It's an original. Yeah, Sam Cooke was the original, and then there's a lot what of What a Wonderful artists. World this would be. Yeah. What a Wonderful That's World. It. That's I forget the song. What's the hook of that? you got to sing it for us. I don't, I don't remember it. That's it. Uh, um, what a wonderful world this would be. I like that. That's love it. it. It's such yeah. a good song. I'm going to make song. him sing all of his answers. Okay, good. Oh, my all right. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, if you, if it was midnight on 30A, uh -huh. and you were wandering into a bar, and you sat down to have a drink, and anybody from past, present, future could walk in and sit down, dead or alive, mm -hmm. and have a drink with you, who would you want it to be? Dead or alive? I'm going to have to say... Uh, James Taylor nice. or uh, Marvin Gaye. Okay. Or both. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great conversation? Oh, that would be a great conversation. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be a good gig, I'll tell you that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's um, great. What's your favorite thing to do on, on a day off? Spend time with wife and kids. Yeah. Simply because uh, we all know as entertainers, you spend most of your time uh, people watching and just living life. And we have this thing called a listening walk where we tell the kids, okay, don't, we can't talk. We just walk and listen. And in the same token, you take all these things in, 
and as an entertainer, when you're taking all those things in, it allows you to be more open and versatile in your writing. You know? I love that. Um, what's your pre-show routine? Is there something you do right before you go on Laugh, stage? Walk around with the audience because that's your energy. Yeah. You know, I, there's no, you know, a lot of people think I probably should, and, and for all intents and purposes, I should warm up. But when you're talking to people, you're warming up to me because you never can tell what that one thing is said by any member of the audience that sparks just that. That's what kicks your show off, you know? Yeah. Um, I have heard it told that you can sing the phone book. I don't have a phone book, but I do have a smart water bottle. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to sing a little bit off the smart oh, water man. bottle. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, purity you can taste, hydration you can feel, clouds getting bad rap, they are unsung heroes. Drink smart water today. Feel your purity See, come your way. Smart water, are you listening? There's your new, there's your new jingle. There's oh, your new jingle. That was awesome. I hope they call him. <laughs> they need to call Why him. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? That That's was amazing. Great. Call us. Y'all are Sing the water bottle with Jeff Sing McBride. Sing the water bottle. That was awesome. <laughs> um, what's your downtime? Downtime, I don't know if there's really any because even when I try to go to bed at night and I'm laying there and I want to go to sleep, I can't. Because I'm always thinking about what next, you know? Yeah, ideas keeping you awake. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I mean, you guys probably do the same thing. You know, you're always thinking about what next? What do I do next? You know, that's the, that's the uh, a trait of an artist that never dies. Yeah. Who in your family is musical? I have a daughter, uh, Zoe, my middle daughter. She plays guitar and piano, sings. River loves fashion, cooking, and she sings. Uh, as far as my uh, brothers and sisters, all of them do sing. And uh, I just imagine Thanksgiving at your house that y'all oh, we have all fun. sit around and we sing. have fun. We do, we do. We cut up big time. <laughs> but I, uh, let me interject on that for birthday parties, and I'm sure you have big family birthday parties. People come over, and, and it's time to sing Happy Birthday. Do people just like look at you and be like, really show off? Most of the time, that's when I shut up. You, you don't sing happy birthday. I do. I shut up. I do. I just, you know, unless somebody asks me out in public, you know, or tell me there's a birthday, of course I'm going to sing happy birthday to that person. But Do you ever work uh, service industry at uh, restaurants or anything growing up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have to sing their stupid happy birthday yes. songs? I'd run out, especially at, I think, um, Outback Steakhouse. Um, we're at, we're, there's a couple others I used to work at, and I loved it, you know. Yeah. Of course, I, was, I didn't want to be a server. I always wanted to be a busboy. I thought you had more fun as a busboy. Yeah, less responsibility. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to take anybody's order and screw it up, you know. So, but right. I enjoyed the service. One session. final question. Yeah. Sure. Um, what would you title your autobiography? What would I title my autobiography? Life as it is. Life as it is. Yeah. I like that. I like that, too. Boom. That's very good. Release. Laura. Uh, I, we got to catch Jeff at the Hub. It's a great music venue down near Water Sound last year, and notice just how interactive he gets with the kids there. Uh, it's just an amazing experience to see him corral all the kids and bring them all up on stage and and sing. Uh, tell us how important that is to your shows when you play a venue like that. Well, number one, the Hub's a great venue to play, but it, it also brings a, a family atmosphere to uh, 30A, like a lot of the uh, uh, venues here, but. The thing that's special about 30A is, you know, the kids are right up front. 
So for me, to have that interactive time with them, it makes them feel special. And it definitely makes me feel special because then you've tapped into their little world mm -hmm. and they have something that they can take with them, you know, throughout the day. And the parents appreciate it because it gives them a minute, you know. It gives them a lot more minutes, actually. Yeah. Right? They have time to go grab a drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the kids Relax. are with Jeff. They're good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're just up there with Jeff. They're fine. They're good. And I'm they're like good. a hawk. I, I, I love kids, but I, you guarantee, I guarantee if there's 200 out there, I can tell you where all 200 are. Because once you're in my care, it's a, it's a responsibility I love. Oh, yeah, I put it like that. Sure. My, my kids just asked me the other day. They said, when are we going to go back to the hub and be able to go sing with that guy again? And I was like... <laughs> Jeff will be there. Come on <laughs> down. Let's go. Come on down. That's so cool. Well, we're so glad to have you at the 38 stores. You're doing a series with <laughs> us uh, every Friday night, and that worked out really well uh, for everybody last year. So you're back. Yeah, well, I was chomping at the bit. I was like, you know, I probably word you guys to death. I was like, when's the next season start? Yada, yada, yada. But um, I really like performing there because, number one, it's outside. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the indoor venues here, I think I'm too loud. You know, because it is, you know, you got dinner in a bar, a restaurant, and I respect that. But I don't, I can't just sit there and sing a song and not pay the artist respect and do yeah. of what I'm doing, you know. There's no need to tame the beast. Um, no, they had him for <laughs> Not to Knock Songwriter Fest, which was amazing this year, but they put Jeff in the smallest room at Pandora's. Oh, that was a big mistake. I was like, what? Big what? mistake. Is he in the, <laughs> it's like in a phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I, I've, been, I've only been in Pandora's uh, twice. That was the second time. And uh, I actually enjoyed it. I just didn't know what to expect. Yeah, you know? yeah. And had I, I really wish I could have had my band there. You know, I think next year if I do the songwriters, I would love to do that. Do you have Joey there with you? Who was playing? No, uh, Jimmy uh, Ward. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jimmy okay. Ward. Yeah. Oh, gosh, great guitar player, great person. But if I could have had him, Joey, and a couple other friends, I would have been happier. We'll yeah. get you a bigger stage next year. Yeah, Put in the request to. now. Well, you know what? I, I think what happened was I couldn't solidify that I was going to be at it at the time. I got you. So, you know, to fault of my own, I think that's why I had the venues I had. So, What's well, the song you do that you get requested the most? Georgia. Oh, can we hear a little? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I would, but... We'll scare the guy with the pipe. Yeah, I just, you know. That is amazing. There's the guy with the pipe right there. That is amazing. I didn't so, know. I don't want him to choke on his pipe. But so. I, I'm going to save that one for tomorrow. Yeah, let's uh, well, so save Well, so where all can we hear? Where, what's your lineup for the for the summer? Where can we see and hear you? Um, the 30A store, uh, 30A Avenue, The Hub, as of right now. And also a lot of, uh, I'm, I do a lot of private gigs this, this year. Um, Simply because, and I was just telling um, Laura, right, that uh, I like doing the private uh, gigs because it's a little bit more personable, and sure. I can be myself. Mm -hmm. um, in places like the Hub, 30A, and 30A Avenue, I'm outside, so I can let go. I'm always timid when I'm inside because I'm afraid somebody's going to say, "Oh my God, it's too loud." They just broke the windows. Yeah, and that's just not something I want to hear, especially when I get into it. I don't want a TV behind me playing a sports game or something yeah, like oh. that. That's not. That's not where I want to be. Let's talk about The Voice a little bit. You were on the TV show, The Voice. Right. Uh, and uh, how did that all come about? Did you submit and somebody nominate you? How did that work? Actually, my wife and I were sitting in the kitchen. And she was on the computer. And she's like, oh, this new TV show, The Voice is on. And she goes, I was like, ah, I'm not into reality TV, yada, yada. She goes, well, it can't hurt. And I was like, all right, fine. So I just sent in a tape of me doing uh, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. And I heard this little bling, like literally 15 minutes later. And it said that uh, I had an audition in Atlanta, Georgia. So 
I'm like, this can't. This is like not. <laughs> yeah, so Joey awesome. and I had to play at uh, the Bowery, which is now something else down Trebuchet. in Upper Yeah, Trebuchet. Trebuchet. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we got off the stage there and drove to Atlanta, did the audition, and they kept me there all day. And I was like, dude, do I have the the spot or not? At that point, you know, the wife and kids were we were all tired. And I was getting ready to leave, and they told me I had another interview, and I did the uh, on-camera interview. And from there, you know, went to California and was up there for four months. You know? Wow. Awesome. Four months? Yeah. I had fun, but I wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't do it again. Yeah, yeah. So was that, uh, I mean, I, I, the videos are still on YouTube right now that yeah. you can kind of catch uh, everything you've done and everything. I look so. back at it, and, uh, you know, I there's a lot of things I would have done different, of course, but... You know, it's one of those experiences that you experience it. You either like it or you, you like it and you wouldn't do it again. Mine is I like it and I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it did great things for my career and put me back in the game and, and got me out there. You have to look at when you do something like that, it's a chance. Yeah. Your main objective is to be seen and be heard. Sure. And that's what I did. I didn't care whether it won or not, you know. And, you know, to me, nothing as an artistic standpoint... Uh, is a, is a competition. So immediately when I got there, I was like, wait a minute, this is, this, you know, I don't look at this as a competition. We gotta go out there and do what I do, what I do and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, they like it or they don't, right? Yeah. If they turn around, they turn around. If they don't, they don't. I'm still on TV. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's millions of people. <laughs> that's why you have to look at it. Yeah. You know? So. That's funny. Uh, quick question on on uh, the host of The Voice is Carson Daly Goofy. Carson is a absolutely goofy, great guy. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> We looks were like at, a guy. <laughs> we were at the rehearsal hall, and as a matter of fact, I was on the phone with uh, my friend Joey, and I said, we were at the rehearsal hall, and, and Carson pulls up on his little Harley, and we're standing in there talking. And uh, we were supposed to be inside rehearsing, but we were talking about kids, and at the time, he only had one, and he was talking about getting up with him. And I was like, yeah, they're great and everything. And he absolutely, he was so personable with my kids. That's one of the, probably the closest person I came to in the voice, you know. Yeah. He's just a great guy. That's what it always kind of appeared to be. Uh, Carson Daly. That Ryan Seacrest, though, he's a... Mm -mm. Busy, busy. Ryan, yeah, I'm not busy sure guy. about No busy words. Guy. Uh, no comment. I'll yeah. talk to him. I like him. No comment on that. <laughs> Ryan, if you're here, come see us. <laughs> Anyways, you can see Jeff McBride at the 30A store in Seagrove, and that is ongoing. It's uh, all the way through spring break. Yep. I expect to see him there over the summer, I would imagine. We're going to have some fun. I hope so. Yeah, so please keep us in touch with everything that you're doing, Jeff, and the uh, best to you and your family, Thank and you. we will... Get our family out to the hub and let the kids all run around and uh, do that. Let your babysit music. the kids. I'll yeah. babysit them. I'll babysit. Yeah, opening up in 2017, Jeff McBride Daycare on 30A. <laughs> that's it. Come and sing with Jeff. Yeah. Coming uh, soon. That's so cool. Thanks for taking time thank for us so today, much. Jeff. Thank you guys for thank having Thank you for singing the water bottle. I'll make Amazing. A, yeah. Was, Hope I got all the words right. I mean, I, I didn't realize until you started singing. This is a very poetic. <laughs> they've got some good. They've got some good lyrics on there, actually, and you made it sound even better, so... That's awesome. Appreciate it, man. 30A, great place to be. It is. Thanks Love a lot. Love you guys. Thank you. And now it's time for 30A After Dark. Recorded somewhere on 30A. All right, this is 30A After Dark. You're listening to Mike Ragsdale here on 30A, and we have the uh, great privilege of being here with Luther Dickinson of North Mississippi All-Stars and a... Uh, an incredible blues talent. We actually got to hear a little bit of that talent, just a, a, a sneak peek of the talent tonight at the Alice Beach 30A Wine Festival. The rain, welcome to Florida. Hey, man, it's still raining. We're it wet. We're wet right now. We're That's sitting here right. wet. But there's still lots of bourbon 
There's still lots of bourbon. It's to be had. Come on of, uh, down. Yeah. So, so tell me, you've got a new album out, Blues and Ballads. Uh, I, I have to confess, it's so new, I haven't heard it yet. Tell me, kind of, uh, you know, what do we expect? Are we? Is it? Is it? Is it original stuff? Is it covers, mixed? Yeah. No, it's all original material uh, that I recorded acoustic. Okay. Uh, it's called a, a folk singer songbook. Okay. So what I did was I, I picked all my favorite songs and some new songs, and I had them transcribed. Okay. And I made a songbook, like for you know, as if you played piano or guitar. Okay or whatever um, so I wanted to make a songbook so uh, then I recorded all these tunes like acoustic you know a lot of them about half of them have a band or a duo uh, Jason Isbell played with me JJ wow. Gray Mavis Staples uh, uh, Amy LeVere and Chardé of course yeah. in the band tonight Amy and Chardé so uh, you know it's another acoustic all my solo stuff is acoustic okay and uh and it's all based on my original tunes. So you've got the uh, the obvious influences of the Robert Johnsons of the world and things like that. Well, so you, mean, uh, you mean uh, R.L. Burnside and Junior Kimbrough. There you go. And Arthur Turner and Fred McDowell. And those are the blues guitar players and musicians from the North Mississippi Hill Country. That's yeah. where I grew up. Robert Johnson and, and so many of the famous original bluesmen were from the Delta. Yep. You know, and that was in the 20s and the 30s and the 40s. But uh, the blues that I grew up that blew my mind was like the Fat Possum era okay. uh, in the 90s. Okay. So we're talking about going down to Junior Kimber's Juke Joint uh, and uh, R.L. Burnside. I mean, he toured with uh, the Beastie Boys, you know wow. what I mean? So it was a, that was a cool experience in our lifetime. So it's it's got to be something of an honor to be keeping the blues alive. What are the other contemporary influences that, that you respect in this world that are cranking out uh, blues music today that you're really looking to? You know, what's interesting to me is that uh, the, my generation, the guys who grew up with our dad's record collection, like the, the generation that grew up after the blues was made mainstream, you know, like my dad and his friends, they had to find it out, sort it out, you know, find it. Sure. And it was new, you know, and... Uh, now, you know, my generation, we're cats who grew up with, you know, we had rap and yeah. punk rock. and But even those, you know, art forms were already around when we were growing up. You right, know? right. Uh, but it's cool to watch, like, uh, you know, Jack White or Beck right. or G-Love and Special yep. Sauce or, or John Spencer, all the, the generation of, of players who grew up with blues and folk and rock and roll and punk and rap and see how everybody makes their own... Uh, new style out of the influences. Yeah. And then what's really interesting is for us, we can watch and see the younger generations growing up where everything is accessible, but mm -hmm. everything is also devalued to the fact because it's also accessible. But who knows what the younger generations will come into, you know? Right, right. So how often do you get down to 30A? Oh man, as much as possible. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you like it here. We're trying oh, to figure out. It. We're trying to con contrive a plan to get you down here and yeah. and to play more often. I hope to come down to the festival in January this year. Yeah, my first time was last, not last one, but the year before. So that's fourteen. Yeah, I, I saw you both nights at Pandora's. I so think that was fun. an incredible show. That was a man, a great, great, great time. So tell me about the band. You've got uh, Amy Levere, uh, uh, Will Sexton. That's right. Um, and your drummer is Charday Thomas. She's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. she's a great vocal talent as yeah, well. Yeah, she's. And she plays the cane fife, the bamboo cane fife. I've seen her videos on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. her She's grandfather, crazy. her grandfather was Otha Turner, and he was at his time he was the last of the Mississippi fife blowers. It's a type of blues fife and drum music that uh, only you know it's in Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, but really Chardé is the only one keeping it alive. You know. 
Well, look, we really, really appreciated you coming back down. We can't wait to have you back, even though the rain, you know, when the levee breaks, uh, you know, oh, you got to run the high me. ground. It did break a little bit. There here are a lot of people people. really getting flooded out right now. I know. Yeah, so let's put it out there That's for done. them tonight. That's right. Well, thank you for joining us, and uh, we you. look forward to having you back on 38 soon. All right. Thank you. That's the 38 Show. Thank you for Stinky's Bait Shack for hosting us and 38 Cottages being our title sponsor of the 38 Show. We will see you next time. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. boo. Catch the 30A Show, Fridays, 7 a.m., Sundays, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., or via podcast on 30A.com. Inside our free 30A app for iPhone and Android, iTunes podcast app, and on Apple TV. 